All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I am one half of the dynamic duo, it's your boy Dwight at 517. Join again as I am every week with the brains of the operation, PhD candidate, Dr. SJ at SJ Basketball 8. Fam, how is you feeling? It is another not beautiful Friday morning here in Texas, Friday afternoon here in Texas. How you feeling? What is it looking like up in New York? Oh, you slow mute. Listen, it's brick. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cold. Reggie Bullock brick. <laughs> it's very cold. And yeah. Oh no, I have not liked being outside. Dude, we've never talked about this, but like, how you from Jamaica, man? You grew up there. How how was that cold? Did you did you ever taste that cold before you moved to New York? No, I mean I used to visit, um, but that was like during the summer. Yeah. It was like chillier, but not cold. But when I first you know, got in the cold, it was, yeah, no, I had never felt those temperatures, and I don't like it, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm right there with you, um, you know, I was born in Michigan, lived there for a long time, and people, when it gets cold down here, people are like, aren't you used to it? You're from Michigan, and it's like, fam, you never get, human beings never get used to the cold especially melanated human beings like it's never something you get used to and like i dead ass when i was like i don't know six years old a little kid like the same age my children are now we used to walk to school we used to get the snowsuits and shit and i'm just thinking like bro i would never do that shit to my kids like right now like i hate the cold with a passion it it it's something I never get used to. Maybe I've been in Texas too long. I've got soft with it. But even when it gets cold here, I'm like, yeah, this shit is horrible. Yeah, your face, that wind blowing in your face when it's super, super bitter cold, it stinks. I hate it. I hate it. But anyway, moving on. Y'all didn't hear, uh, come here to listen to me complain about the weather. Let's get into this uh, NBA. We haven't really touched on a little general talk here lately. And um, young Shams, Shams, my bad, he uh, he posted a trade article. I feel like this is like a yearly event. The John Collins is going to get traded uh, article. And I usually like dismiss it because they've been talking about trading John Collins for what, three years now? Is it three years? I, I don't well, maybe not three, maybe like two. But I feel like they always talk about training John Collins. But I think the situation is a little different now because they have somebody on the roster that is definitely better than him in DeJounte that is also, I think, taking up shots. So I think coming into, yeah, coming into today, John Collins is, shit, he only averaging, what, 12 and 8? He his uh, three ball is on Reggie Bullock right now, so that was the thing in the past, like where his volume might not have been super high. His his efficiency, you know, he was flirting with forty percent from three, give you like between seventeen twenty points, about ten rebounds, but everything is down. Everything is down, and uh, he has what he signed five years, one twenty five. Shoot, I still think if you include this year, he got like four years and a little over $100 million left on that contract for a dude that's putting up 12 and 8 and is a questionable uh, a questionable defender. So, young SJ, my question to you is, um, you know, we mess around on the group chat. Our brother Bibbs, he basically in all the trade machine stuff on the timeline. I'm I'm not gonna hold you. I I think like a package of wood and I don't know. I don't know if I trade Reggie and Wood for that, but at the same time, I'm I don't know because I don't think Reggie. I know he's gonna. I think Reggie's gonna eventually shoot better, 
but Reggie's about to turn 31. And do we really think Reggie's going to, like, age gracefully as a player? So what do you think? I think I'd do that trade. I think I there's a few iterations of the John Collins trade I would do, and I don't even like him like that. But if we're talking about Christian Wood and, I don't know, Reggie or Christian Wood and shit, Christian Wood and JaVale. I think that's the perfect situation for us because you get JaVale some money off the books and that still saves Atlanta money. But anyway, I'm kind of rambling about it. What do you think? I mean, I... The length of his contract is what turns me off. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's like two years for someone you just said you'll do it but you don't even like him like that to lock in four years of someone you know like that i don't know you know what i mean like this is what we were trying not to do you know what i mean so i feel like no (laughs) because i mean it just depends on the situation because what are you asking john collins to come in and do right I feel like John Collins, he's under the same mold as, like, some of these bigs. Like, his usage, what what do you think his usage is going to be, you know, when he comes to the Mavs? This is something I want to talk to you about because it's something I don't pay attention to, but it's something you always pay attention to. I think John Collins set good screens. I think, well whatever even if they're not good they a lot better than chris christian wood barely yeah, touch yeah. barely touched the other guy and he just want to yeah. slip or pop like he it, it's it's only a screen and in, in that the guy has to run around him it's not really he's not making contact so that's where i'm like damn if and i do think he could get that chemistry so like to me i'm looking at it as even though it's a whole lot of money with the salary cap going up, it ain't that much money. And I do think his three ball would catch up. I do think he would go back to like 17 and 10 and just, I, this is something I'm just accepting. I think Christian Wood, like that's, bro, I think we already on borrow time with Christian Wood. Like I'm giving that shit to the trade deadline at the most. And he definitely ain't resigned it pretty much no matter what happens. So, For me, it's more just having a player under contract that won't be 30 when the playoffs turn that I think I think he's a he's a decent player. I think he's overpaid by like six million, but that ain't the worst deal. But I don't know. What what do you think? Am I crazy? Mm. I don't know. Like, I feel like we all think about this and do this in the guise of we need more talent yeah but like is it like like worth it at this point and like i feel like if this year is already a wash like what are you getting john john collins to do do you think he's going to be a centerpiece moving forward like do you like him that much that that's what i'm saying like as much as we say we should get talent is he a talent like that you like that much because i mean the cap's gonna go up so it's not like his contract is like completely like yeah. albatross you know what i mean it's it's the cap's gonna go up so i think um but still the length of that contract i don't know if i'd time myself into him and he's showing that if like things aren't going his way He'll complain. <laughs> like, he'll complain. Like, he has no problem. He has no problem saying to the doing an interview. He has no issue doing that. So, I'm not not knocking him. You know, he feels like he got to do what he got to do. But it's just knowing that I just want to look for something else. It's not like I'm saying it's a hard no. I'm not. It's not like I'm completely turning my nose up. But... I'd look elsewhere first. <laughs> like, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Um, I'm kind of in that. I, I, I hear you. I, I think I've reached a point where other people was at last year where I just want to root for different dudes. And I just don't think this Christian Wood thing is good. I, kids just never going to mess with him. He's yeah, never going like, to mess with him. He's yeah, not. And that's the thing. Like, 
people are slowly backtracking, right? Before it was like, oh, he can be an all-star, he can be that, blah, blah. And now, when I'm tweeting, you know, just little things I'm noticing, they'd be like, someone was like, oh, um, what do you expect a bench? He's a bench, he's only a bench big ass to score. Like, why are you having such high standards? I'm like, you guys are the ones that had high standards i'm just the the team was allegedly better than last year because he was yeah, he could because... he could grab rebounds and yeah. score 20 and 10 yeah and i said that if you're relying on shot creation from christian wood you're in trouble like he is a like it's a luxury to have but he shouldn't be tasked with i mean you saw it like he shot the ball a lot in that Houston game. He had the ball a lot. I mean, he had a, I would say, it wasn't, like, like completely bad. It wasn't completely good. He had, like, a, I don't even know what percentage to give it. Like, maybe, like, a 60-40 good, bad performance to me. Hmm. And it was a lot of intangible stuff. Like, he was really good, but, like, I mean, I'm going to say I'm, I'm looking at it under the scope that they, yes, they might have been tired. I fully get that. But it's just little things that, like, I just, I don't know. I don't want it to seem like it's confirmation bias or anything, but little things that just, he's like, like the screen thing that we talked about. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that's just little things that is, like, annoying <laughs> just to see from a center and it's not the traits that i'd like you know what i mean and his defensive awareness is like it's pretty bad like at first like there's times where he's you know makes the rotation you know gets the block all that but then there's other times where it's like he fouls a lot (laughs) you know he this is the highest foul rate of his career like he's fouling a lot right now and it happens a lot when he's at the five you know, so it's it's hard playing him. As much as everyone's like, oh, just play him, it's easy. When you do play him, like, it's just weird. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's it's weird. It's very weird. Um, so this is the thing. You kind of been on it. You ain't rock with Christian Wood from the beginning. Um, and I don't think it's confirmation bias. Me and you, I think one of our pillars of of basketball, one of our pillars that of our beliefs that we share is that, hey man, if a big can't play defense, you can't win with him. It, it just is what it is. When I heard you fold on Joker, I was like, oh, she is fully she is fully committed to if your big is. It's bad on defense. You can't win. And I know the Joker is your guy. I know that was like a, you like him, right? So that's a hard pill. Yeah, yeah. So that's a hard pill to swallow. And with with the Christian Wood situation with me, I I knew, that's why we, in the preseason, we were both like, man, this team probably going to be kind of mid, but it'll be fun. Let's just watch it. And like seeing it play out in real time, I, I just... Bro, he it's not just that he's bad defensively. It's like he like you said, he his defensive awareness is low. So like Dwight Powell, for example, at least he be in the way. Does that make sense? Like he might not yeah. be a shot protector, a rim protector, but he in the way. He causes some I guess uh he disturbs the shot somewhat. Like Christian Wood loses his guy. He's he's getting backdoored or he loses his guy for threes. He don't really navigate screens that well. And you, especially with Luca, that problem gets exacerbated. So, yeah, man, I I don't think that Wood situation is going to work. I do think they should start him. I do think you got to kind of like check the box just to, even if it's to inflate his counting stats so you can like trade him so you get something for him. Or just to, I don't know, just give a team something different on the goddamn scouting report. I feel like we're so predictable from a scouting perspective right now. But 
even if that happens, I think a lot of fans, like you said, say if he plays more, it, it would change everything. I, I don't. I don't think that. I still want him to start just to, at this point, I'm already to the point, just try shit. You know, just start Josh Green, start Christian Wood, just throw shit against the wall and see what happens because what we're doing right now isn't really going to work. It, in my opinion, isn't working. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I just, I like Wood, and I know this is supposed to be like the quote-unquote general, uh, general segment, <laughs> but uh, I, I do think we're going to have to I just think it's a matter of time because kid just really don't mess with that dude. The fact Buddy didn't start against his old team with Luke out on the second night of a back-to-back. Like, Jason Kidd usually give dudes the nod in that situation. He's a former player. He's like, nah, I don't care. Nah, you still come off the bench, my guy. So that kind of told me a lot. I Just for whatever reason, he really don't rock with that guy. Um, another part of that article, I guess, towards the end is that the Knicks is – Debate on trading Derrick Rose and Emmanuel Quigley. Look, I, I hate to admit this. I probably watch more Nick games than, well, yeah, I have watched more Nick games than any other team outside of the Mavs this year. I don't know what the hell they think in trading Emmanuel Quigley. Am I, like, I don't know, you stay there, you know, your people's is Nick fans. Is that, that feels crazy to me. It's because. I mean, he doesn't play much. Like, like he doesn't play as much as you think he'd play. You know what I mean? That's the frustration. Like, Tibbs doesn't want to play minutes. And I don't know. The reports say that, um, like, they value draft compensation. So, I don't know if, like, they're you know, angling for more draft stock to chase after that star. You know, it's the Knicks. Right. So, I have no clue what they're <laughs> really, like, angling for. Um, But, I know Derek Rose, you know, that makes more sense. You know, if they, um, the reports say that he was included, too, in that. Um, that'll make more sense, you know, them shopping him around, but quickly... If if they're certain that a star and if they're angling for the picks or pick or whatever the draft you know compensation would be, I guess because they do have a lot of guards or you know you know guardman is opening up, but you know I know a lot of Nick fans they want Fournier to be um yeah, they hit, they the one out the door instead of quickly, but I mean I don't know <laughs> like I don't know what they're angling for it. so we'll just have to see really yeah i, I get why because i derrick rose even publicly said he don't know what his role is maybe they'll move on from him um but i quickly don't make sense i don't know the knicks feel like they they trying to serve two masters at once with what they got going on right now um and that's probably a problem. They do need to get off Fournier. A lot of Knicks fans want to get rid of uh, Julius. And I get it. He His bad games are so bad. But he saw some flashes this year. And overall, his numbers ain't that bad. They're not as good as that fake here he had going on. But they up there. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I'm basing this... I'm basing this on Twitter, and fans are dumb sometimes. So maybe that's just a bad gauge. But I don't know. I don't think they. Last I don't. They soured on him. Last yeah. They soured on him. Yeah, and, but I don't think the front office has. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not in a rush. You know, fans think he needs to be moved like tomorrow and all that. That's probably not gonna happen. Like, I think the front office is content with Julius right now. Especially, like you said, he's not even, like, he's not playing, like, terribly. Not at all. I mean, he balled the other night. Um, yeah. Like, low-key. And the, the I'm going to say the quiet part out loud. Like, bro, they got the same number of wins as the Mavs. Um, I don't know how long that's going to keep being a thing, but I guess as we'll get into that, I don't 
<laughs> I think the record's going to be comparable by the end of the year unless something changed because I have my concerns for our Mavericks. Um, is there, before we get into them, was there anything else you want to touch on? Um, no, sir. From, up, from around the NBA. Um, I mean, I mean, just the basics off the top of my head. Uh, Clippers, bad watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> they, I hate watching them, and I. It's just they're just a bad watch. The Kings, they're, they're looking fun. great. They're fun as hell to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, they run. I talk stuff. shit about them. Literally, I talk shit about them mid game. I forgot what game they had a comeback against, and I talk shit about them while they were down in that game, and then they came back and won the game, and they haven't lost since that game. So I feel like I reverse jinx them. Um, I talked wild shit about them. I said, um. So yeah. you weren't taking them serious till they got above yeah, five. Yeah, I said, I yeah, I was like, tweet. I remember the tweet because I think they was losing by like double digits to start that game. I forget it was to a mid team too. I forget who it was. Oh, we lost you, boss. I'm here. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, if you if you said something after the uh, after I said they uh, they were losing by double digits to a mid team before they came back, it didn't it didn't pick up. Oh yeah, no, um, it froze. Oh okay. Yeah, we can edit this out. Yeah, we're gonna edit that out. Mm-hmm. Let me chop it out. Um. I don't know, man. I think, like, if, when you're talking about, like, bad watches and good watches, the I, I like watching the Jazz. They entertain me. As much as it pained me that I spent a lot of money to see it in person, OKC is fun to watch. And Bro, OKC are my children. They're my babies. <laughs> I go hard. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I have a soft spot for OKC. People... People go so hard on what they're doing. They don't see what's going on. Like, they they go way too hard on OKC. Nah, I was, you know, I got the argument. Houston, before. Houston getting off scot-free. The coach is the only one getting blamed. But, yes, I, I'm not going to lie. I used to um, try to defend Salas, but no. He, you know, he can't. I'm not shooting him bail anymore. But he's not the only one that should be looked at and they're going for the worst record in the league like three years running yeah and that's to really me, the, the dude's not really getting better either exactly they're not really like i mean yes some of them are really young especially they have their really young team like they're really young but still i feel like the structure isn't as steady as like an okc and yes i know part of it is that she is miles better than Anybody on their team, like any, any of them two dudes put together, yeah, miles I, better. Um, but still, like the people, the the players around him, they have a lot of guys that could be really good role players. I feel like, and Giddy, I mean, uh, bro, Lou Dort would be the third best player on the Mavs, right? And then even with Giddy, he's, I I just it's like I can't um firmly say what he's gonna be but he's really good like that's the baseline you know he's really good so like i like what they're doing yeah and people think oh people i'm saying this tanking thing has kind of gone too far they don't they haven't done anything what was happening was they was literally like a dumping ground for vets for a couple years and they would send them vets home right they didn't do they they didn't do that this year Right. Exactly. So they, like, they, yeah. they they playing their guys and man, we can get in the SGA like you know, I'm old, man. I haven't seen this. Like, especially in the modern era where you have a young dude, he's just still a young man, and he said, you know, I think he shot like five and a half threes last year. And that was one of my critiques for him when folks was gassing him in the summer, like, bruh. 
he taking five and a half and he's shooting like 30%. Well, he's just fucking stop. He cut that in half and just was like, I'm only shooting the shots I'm good at. Full stop. And I sprinkle in some threes here situationally, but I'm not shooting threes. I think he's shooting like two and a half a game or something like that. And, and this is, keep in mind, this is 2022, right? And they don't really got no shooters. And he's getting all, what is he, averaging 31 a game? On good efficiency? Yeah, or maybe 30. Even Did he touch 32? No. It might, it, is it 32? Either is way it go. It's, I don't know. Is that a 31 or 32? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. On good efficiency. And he's a young yeah. guard in the year of our Lord 2022. I have never seen this. I've never seen a player do this. To level up in the modern era by stop shooting threes. Like, that's some stuff like Giannis hey, Giannis, you maybe need to quit shooting them, them threes and just keep being the, the you know, perimeter shack. That's something you tell him. Even Luca to say, hey, my guy, I think Luca was shooting. Luca cut his attempts down, too. That's one thing I uh, admire about him. Yeah, but... If you noticed, his he, attempts are down. They, they are down, but he's still shooting right. He took them down, like, one a game. Like, SGA took him down. He wasn't shooting a whole lot, but he took him, I think, technically two and a half and it's just it, it's beautiful oh yeah because i think he hasn't like because he hasn't had like an outlier game like luca like in the stretch where he cut cut it down he's had the one you know outlier where he took like a high number again but mostly it's been you know in a respectable range yeah yeah he, he has yes he but he's never gonna stop taking them that's just look up at sga yeah like you said i agree he really um but, but but what was weird is i feel like when he does take them they look better than they did previous years his shot used to look so slow to me when he used to have to like almost like he had to wind it up but it looks a little bit more fluent but i enjoy watching them like I objectively, I like watching. I him. love him. I yeah. like watching that team. I I, I just hope he stay, stays healthy. You know. Let me knock on wood. Let me knock on wood because I just I, I like seeing young players get better, especially when the bag's not on them. The bag was not on the line. They they let's be honest. They stink. They're not good. So it ain't like he. Yeah, this is gonna be the year. I carry us to the playoffs. He just wing got better for love of the game. And I appreciate that. Um hey man, I don't enjoy watching the Pistons either. Yeah, they're the kind of disappointing. Yeah. And it was I crazy. Classes, but, mm. Yeah, and Boyan is actually shooting the blood out the ball. But like they don't play defense at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. That 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 makes me upset when I watch them because I feel like they shouldn't be a good defensive team, but they shouldn't. I don't know. It's hard to get young boys to play defense, so maybe I got to give them some grace. I think uh, maybe I'll fit into the pre- uh, preseason hype a little bit too hard. Listen to my dad too much. Um, but I don't know. Pistons Twitter was talking about they might be a playing team. I'm like, yeah, you might want to take a little bit, take some take some dip off your chip with that. Um. You ready to get into these to these maps? Yes, sir. All right. Our Dallas Mavericks went two and one since last time we recorded. Uh we beat Portland. Um, we beat who we beat last Friday night. So for, didn't we literally just talked about this before we hit last Friday? Yes. No, last Saturday, then we played Portland. You're right. There you go. Last Saturday, we played Portland, then we beat the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Then we had one of the worst losses that I can remember against the Houston Rockets. Uh, right. Is it one of the worst losses you can remember? It's just they look so bad, SJ. Like, they look so bad. And I know we have lost games like that against comparably bad teams with Luka. And maybe it's just because I'm salty about the way the season is going, even though we had won two games in a row before we played that game. But let me me just get my rant off about, I guess, the state of the team and as it pertains to the games we played. Uh, That Saturday night in Portland, Luka went nuts. Uh, 
Dorian and Reggie, I think, went nuts. That was the game. Dorian had set his record for tie threes. Reggie actually played well. Was that was that the Portland game, or am I getting that mixed up with the Clipper game? Um, Reggie in the Portland game. Okay, okay. So Reggie went off in the Portland. So Saturday no, no, night. No, 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 no. That's wrong. Reggie went not one off in the Clippers, Clippers game. Okay, and that was also the game. Okay, I'm tripping. Yeah, he scored he was still a four break. in the um fourth quarter in the Clippers game, four um threes. Gotcha. Anyway, the point I'm trying to get at with all this is we still was fighting for our goddamn life with that Reggie going nuts, Dorian going nuts, and Luca going nuts. Luca had the what forty ball that game. I know Spencer had a bad game. I get it. I think we've been, it's like, dog, people, as soon as people victory lap, Spencer started to the season, he went in the tank. Almost felt like they, like, jinxed and brought it on. But anyway, the reason why, I know we went 2-1, and one and then we lost a game on a second night of a back-to-back to a bad Houston team. The process for all of our games, whether we win or lose, offensively it just looks so bad to me and it just feels so unsustainable to where we're gonna be in dog fights every night then we're gonna lose games we should win and if everything works out like it should we'll we'll still be able to compete but we just i, I don't think we're gonna be able to pack teams up and really really put them away the entire season, and I don't think we're going to be able to out-rotation it. So I'm a little down on where the team is at, and I don't I don't think we're going to be able to fix it with rotations or or, you know, I know we talked about Christian Wood. I know we've been debating Josh Green over Dorian or whatever, but I, I know with uh, Reggie and Josh Green, we've been talking about um, I'm, who should start over that? I don't think starting Josh Green is going to save our season or anything like that. I just think the runs would happen at different points in time in the game, but I think the net result would all be the same. And I don't know, man. This is like, this is the worst I've felt about the Mavs in a really long time. And maybe I'm overreacting. Shit, I probably am overreacting. But that's why I host a podcast with somebody with a different set of eyes. What do you think? Well, I think um, it's funny because when we were projecting, you know, the the season, and we were, um, you know, seeing our predictions, we had the Mavs. What six? You had them at six. I had them at five. No, you had him at six. I had him at five. At five, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, right now we're at seven, right? It, it's and... all jumbled up. I it, I think we mm-hmm. technically seven, but it's shit. It's it's all so mixed up that yeah, we seven, but we a half game out of shit five and one game back of four. Actually, one game back of two. So, yeah. And even if you think, like, I feel like what you're saying, maybe, and but what I think also is that they, my, my, the disappointment kind of fell to where we're thinking, like, before I had them at six, you had them at five. It was kind of like, oh, um, they, like, basically will be out of the plane. And now we could very well be in the plane, too. You know, with the way we're playing. So I think that's why it's, you know, a little disappointing. But at the same time, it can be fixed. Like, we, not not fixed in the sense that, um, I feel like we can get a little win streak at some point. Like, even if it's fake. Like, I know the ceiling in the playoffs isn't high. Um, but I feel like off the strength of Luka, too depending on how they schedule the games. Because, I mean, if he's injured, that's it. You know, we've just seen them play without him. And 
you know, yes, they're retired, but still, like you said, it was ugly. Um, it was an ugly game. The shot creation issues is what, like, it's what we thought, everyone thought it was. You know, I feel like they tried to gaslight people. <laughs> like, it felt like a gaslighting situation. But we, like, everyone was, like, kind of proven. Like, it was showing why we were so, you know, nervous about having the amount of ball handlers that we had on the, you know, team. So, it's, um, it's it's just a sticky situation, but I am of the opinion that they should kind of wait it out. They shouldn't do any, um, you know, huge moves that could just stall things with, like, I feel like the period coming up, I feel like we don't think it's important and we don't think things can be fixed, but just one thing can happen and change a lot of things. I feel like getting to the summer, getting to draft night, um, you know, with, you know, and getting your pick stack, you know, stash unlocked, I feel like that could be, like, a very good, you know, path as well. So, I am of the opinion that they should probably do that. That's why all these big trades for John Collins and all these people, that's why I'm not a fan of it as well. My take on the John Collins thing is that you're not really giving up anything. Like, you could trade him again, right? The shorter his contract gets, I think the more value he has. And I I think the problem with him is no one wants to sign up to pay him for, like, a longer period of time. But he's still young, so I don't think his value is going to go any lower than what our acquisition cost will be right now. So that's why – and I think you could get him – without giving up any long-term asset you're going to use to swing a beggar trade, right? So I, I agree with you from a general sense. It's just as it pertains to John Collins specifically. It's like, eh, Christian Wood ain't going to be here. Kid, don't mess with him. I think rather, even if Reggie starts playing well, Reggie's going to be a free agent after next year, and he's just getting older, I, I think, I'm not saying give them away or anything like that, but we, we need to start trying to find his replacement or just get something for him, if that makes any sense. Because I, I just, I, we've already re-signed Maxi. Hell, we got Maxi for this season and three more after that. I don't want to sign any more role players that are 30-plus. And Reggie has a history of, uh, in, he's injury-prone historically in his career. So I just don't want to keep signing up for even giving them market value contracts. We we got to figure out a way to get younger in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So for me, it's more just if this year is going to be a eat-it year where we just mid, we flirt with five, six, seven, just try everything. And But I, I agree with you overall. I'm not giving up any... I'm not giving up any long-term assets to get a non-star this year. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I, I'm still, I'm, st- I, I think we need to get to the summer with our picks. I think we need to just grind it out. I think I, I don't want to give up any picks or anything for anybody that ain't someone that I realistically can see be, uh, not even if it's not a star per se, because your boy OG is not a star. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's a star. But however, I think he could be an injury. Re- I don't even think he'd be injury replacement all star. I think if he came and played with Dallas and got the shot diet as the number two option, if he was getting a volume of shots that a, a Spencer Dinwiddie gets every night, I, I think he would make. I th- and plus, he can play both ways. I think he'd be messing around and be an all-star. I really do. Um, and I want to give you shots out because I'm starting to notice his name get floated out in other Mavs media spaces. And I'm like, none of y'all was talking about him until you start started your agenda. <laughs> yeah, listen, OG is one of my favorite non-Mavericks. And, like, that's another thing. Like, I'm also of the belief that we also have to – like, we're thinking, oh, we need to get the stars, we need to get the stars, but we got to also start looking at guys who could be stars, you know what I mean, and and the guys 
that could reach there. We got to take the, you know, swing guys. And it's not like it's a complete gamble because at the very least, these guys are still very good. You know what I mean? So um, I think, you know, that's why OG, he's, you know, one of the top of my list. Like, of course, I'd want Siakam, but we can't afford Siakam. Like, let's be real. You know what I mean? So it's like um, OG, like, yes, while expensive, too, it's still, you can get him cheaper than Siakam. I mean, like, have you looked at his numbers lately? I'm I'm sure you have. Yeah, Yeah. have you actually looked at what his production and efficiency is looking like when, like, it's happening right before I, and I I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to stop your dream. You know Masai see this shit too, right? So he's just like, shit, I'm just going to pay him. We're going to trade Fred or trade Gary Trent Jr. or trade them both and we're going to keep the younger, taller, better player that's also a better athlete. I actually am worried that this little audition he's got has has cooked the books. Yeah. He he might be out of anybody's price range because they, Masai might see it too and his big complaint was like shots and opportunity well he getting that shit right now so he happy so maybe they just pay him and we just keep it pushing what do you think about gary Trent? like how would you feel about that yeah i mean i'd like him he's not a bad defender yeah. and, um he can shoot yeah his, yeah, not, his number soft balance yeah his number's been a little down this year yeah. and for anybody that's listening the reason why we keep talking about the raptors specifically OG is because OG uh because he signs such a low value contract he's he he's going to actually get the free agency he's not signing an extension right same thing for Gary Trent Jr he can opt out this year and be a free agent um I'm pretty sure he's going to do that Fred Van Fleet same thing like they have to make decisions on these guys basically this summer so I don't think they're gonna keep them all. And I held Pascal Siakam done started balling. So somebody's gonna be the odd man out. And literally Fred, Gary Trent, OG, we shit Pascal, all of them will fit what we need. So I think the Raptors are the I just think that's the team that we need to be keeping an eye on as a trade partner. And like you said, even if, I don't know, Fred Van Fleet made an all-star game, so I guess technically he's a star. But I think Kid would mess with him. I know Kid don't mess with, quote-unquote, short guards, but Fred lock up. Fred, he's well, up. Fred defends. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think... I wouldn't mind Fred either. Yeah. They do, but I don't know if they trade him. You know? He's like I a just... big part of their story, too. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like... So, but that, I'm just, I don't, they got up, they, they got six dudes for five spots. Dude, they got guards, though, those six dudes, though. It's like five wings to Fred Van Vliet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. who are the guards to replace him? You're right. So, maybe. So it's not so, like they're in a rush to trade him. Yeah, so it's, it's sounding like it's between Gary and, uh, mm-hmm. and OG. Mm-hmm. I take them both. I take either. I take one or the other. I prefer OG, but I'm worried he don't ball it out so much. It ain't an option no more. Yeah, and also I don't think they're in a rush to trade him anymore. I think if Barnes popped more, yeah, like popped more this year, and you know, I think they would have been maybe more comfortable, maybe. But right now they're trying to be um, they're trying to be really good. So I don't see them. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd have to come in with a heavy hitter package for them. For him right now, if we wanted him right now, as opposed to like in the summer, like yeah. you said. Um, so I just think we 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 got a root for that downfall. <laughs> exactly, that's what I've been doing. I'm sorry to say, you know, <laughs> I've been doing that. So we just have to hope. I mean, yeah, like I said, I like Gary Trent Jr. Though he's not too bad, like. They have a lot of good guys there that I would take. Yeah, I, I take Gary. Damn near the whole roster, low key. I mean, real shit, Christian Coloclo. Right. Like, like uh, centers uh, we need. 
Exactly. I, you said something last time we recorded, and I was like, damn, that's a bold statement. Why do you feel that way? And it's crazy. In a week where we won two out of three games, I think I'm here with you with it. But if we don't, like, if Christian Wood just going to continue to be the bench big, play 25 minutes a night, play bad defense, quick kid not going to mess with him, we know he's not going to resign. And then getting anything of real value for it or an expiring player is hard, right? Yeah, bro, you should have took, we should have kept that pick, man. And I hate it when you said that. It felt wrong for you to say that. And I've flipped in a week, in seven days. I'm like, yeah, if we just going to be mid and they're not going to like, they're going to keep playing these games with him, or even if they don't play the games with him, he just ain't, it proves he's just not that good at a winning scheme. Yeah, we probably should have just took somebody and drafted somebody, man. Real talk. I just saw what happened. Um, now, here you go. I hope he starts so you can be wrong. I really do. I really, I, do. I really do, too. Shit, I really do. <laughs> I really want him to... Y'all think I want him to fail. I don't want him to fail. I'm just saying... I'm just saying what I see. Like, I just... There's certain things that spook me. Um... Yeah. about him and if he's not here for the long term if it, you're seeing signs where it's like it's not gonna work out it's like okay what am i supposed to be rooting for here um yeah. of course i want it to look good in the moment but right now the mavericks are just not a great watch they're not it's not just the watch Esther. they're not good they yeah, they, like, they do things that aren't sustainable to winning like it's not just and it's not even the traits of a we're not we don't have the traits right now of a great team like, it, that, yeah the first game when we were blowing them out i was like yes mavericks this is what you're supposed to do yeah and then like clockwork you let them right back in and it's not even just like uh you know some games where it's like a clippers had to claw like one team had to really claw from back down um it was it's easy like we give up leads it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so bad it's like they score twenty points in like four minutes, type shit. Like it's yeah. really bad. Like, my my thing is if and what you're saying is one hundred percent right. And the thing is, I would I could lie to myself if it happened once in a while. This shit happens every game, SJ. That's it's every game. It's every so, game, bro. It's it's every game to the point where announcers from other teams consistently keep saying, "Yeah, they can you know come back. They can come back." Like it's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it's still so crazy to me. Uh, I was at that damn OKC, OKC game and watching it happen in real time. Like, it, it was just one game in um, shit. It was one regular season game, but I don't know, maybe because I was there, it just feels so much worse. And maybe that's, I've been down on the team ever since I was, went to that game. Because even like, there's little stuff you pick up on that you don't see on TV where you like, yeah, dog, this shit look different. Like the energy ain't there the same way. They don't they don't seem like they playing with as much energy. And um this is I, I want your opinions on this because this is a, a certain topic that bothers the shit out of me that I see often on the timeline is comparing this year's team to last year and comparing when we were under five hundred or flirting with five hundred last year to when the team looks bad this year. And to me, like, that just feels so crazy to me because when we were bad last year, um, you could kind of tell why we were bad. Luca was out of shape, and then he just didn't play any games. Everyone that wants to, basically everyone that wants to dick eat for this team and say, well, uh, we were 16 and 18 last year. It's like, there were things you could point to when we were 16. That was, what? That was 30, 34 games in. I think Luca had missed like 12 games. He'd missed a third of the season, like didn't play any games. Um, he, he, and when he, the games he did play, he was, he was not Luca. He was not Luca. He was out of shape. He was inefficient. So there were things you could point to and be like, yeah, when this changes with him, with our best player, the team looks better. 
you know, when it was Tall Man and Jalen and dudes off the street, they never got blown out. Like, even, you know, you, you asked me earlier, well, okay, why was last was the Rockets game so bad? So I looked it up. We played 20 games without Luka last year. The most we ever lost any game by, keep in mind, we played some of the best teams in the NBA multiple times when Luka was out last year. They never lost any game by more than eight points. Luka missed one fucking game, and we lose to the literally the worst team in the league by nine. Like, fam, this it, it it's not – this is different. This is different. And then when you add in, like, coming into the season, things I was personally concerned about. Like, okay, Luka's good, but he going to wear down. Oh, yeah, people, he's 23 years old. He's He can play. Buddy, game 11. Hey, man, I'm tired. Okay. So he's all, he's out of his mouth, out of Jason Kidd's mouth. We probably not going to be able to keep doing what we're doing with him. And this is going to be sustainable. So that box has been checked. Damn, that fear has come true. Um, you get into Spencer Dinwiddie. I thought Spencer Dinwiddie would regress. Man, I had been wrong up until these last two games. He literally was shooting 46% from three. Motherfucker was out shooting Steph Curry, who was having the best season of his career. Best. This is the best season Steph Curry has had offensively. The Warriors have been losing, but Steph is cooking. And Spencer Dinwiddie was out shooting him from three on decent volume. Well, we've seen these last two games. I know he was tired. Stuff happened. We starting to see some regression. I'm I'm worried tonight that we're gonna continue to see because usually when Spencer stinks, it's not just a game or two. It's about a week. When he's hot, he's hot for a week, week and a week and a half, two weeks. When he's cold, he's cold for a week, week and a half, two weeks. I'm worried if that just keeps happening, shit. Like we we literally can't win any games if Luca, Spencer, and Christian Wood, like two of them have to be full, like they gotta be good. Not just I, but actually good. And I just don't see it, actually. I don't see it at all. And I want to say, and I'm, I'm again, I'm deferring to you. Is this just my emotions as a fan talking? But this just looks, it feels fake. Our wins feel fake. Like, when have we beat a team outside of Utah that had all that, that's above 500, that had all these starters? Because even the Portland game, Nurk didn't play. That's how we seem um, to go small. Um, I mean, yeah, Memphis was a mess. Memphis, they was down no. two. I know they was down two, maybe three starters. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Portland. Um, Nerd didn't play. Missing. Jazz had their guys. They they um, had them. That was a good win, even though they mm-hmm. started the slide low. But yeah, Pelicans didn't have their guys. Um. Who else have we played? Who else have we played in one? Um, Magic. At the, they had their guy. Well, they, no, beat, no, no. they beat us when they, they didn't have their guy. They beat us when they when Paolo didn't play. When, pa, yeah, when they had their guy. the first game. No, no, no. Because they didn't even... Um, oh, they didn't have Cole, any guards. Cole, they yeah, didn't have they didn't any have guards. guards. Yeah. yeah. Cole, Cole so the, even, even that one. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> we've gotten Christ. a lot of breaks. We should be better. We should absolutely be better. So that's like kind of the worry right now. So I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy for feeling like this. Yeah, because we technically should be better. But th- like I said, this team, not even just Christian Wood, like I've been singling out Christian Wood, but this team, it doesn't really have the traits of like really good. Right, and I mean, if you expected us to be really good, I think you were just extremely optimistic. But even like, I think we're definitely not gonna win like under. We're not gonna be like under five hundred on a season. Oh no! If you're thinking no. that you're, you know, not you, but like just universal. Like if you're thinking that, um, you're probably overreacting. But just, I just think we're mid. <laughs> like we're we're gonna be okay. Um. And maybe we're a little better than okay. That's fine, but I don't think we're gonna be great, like a great team. This team feels like forty six and thirty six. Yeah, like something like this like team that. just yeah. feels like forty six and thirty six. Like a like a high forties team. 
high forties is too close to fifty, and I don't think this team is a fifty win team. Like I think, I, no, I don't think it's touching fifty, but like a forty seven, I could see forty seven. Yeah. No, nah, you're right. You're right. I'm I'm probably dragging it, but but definitely, yeah, it's not touching fifty, but um. I mean the Rockets in the in the conference for people to beat up on, and we just lost. Huh? We just lost. Yeah, but that's us. I know. You're right. They were horrible. Nothing about the Rockets' performance encouraged me about what they have. It's not like they. Yes, they outplayed us, but it was like they outplayed us just at the very end of the game. I feel like I feel like we had a chance to win the game, but they just outplayed us to end the game. Um, like as much as we're saying, oh, the loss was so bad. Yes, it was bad, but we're still competitive. Um, it's just that we couldn't get over the hump. So, but the Rockets were horrible. <laughs> they're terrible, and it's like, damn, they're actually really bad. Um, and they were trying to give give away the game. So many turnovers they had. So the Rockets weren't that good. Um, so yeah, I still think they're gonna. Be, they're on pace to be the worst team in the league. Them and Detroit, I feel like, are fighting for it. But I think yeah, yeah. I actually speaking of Detroit, Alec Burke done play. Alec Burks has played like two games. Two of them games, he looked really good. He was mid one game. Um, so he's played three games total. We need to be all over that because I think they will get rid of him. He's a pending free agent, like. Just swapping him out for I don't know I might trade him I don't uh, that's the thing we don't even have expiring contracts we only got Dwight and we actually need Dwight if like they we, want Frank uh to get to the salary match we probably have to do Frank and oh yeah I forgot Alex Burke's making like what eight mil yeah like eight nine ish mm-hmm. I think we we got to get to like seven ish high six-ish in salary match. But I think they'll let, they're going to eventually let him go for some because they already tank, they already tank season. And them in Houston record is already so bad. Like, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just stink. Um, I think Eric Gordon is going to go somewhere here. Actually, that's something we didn't talk about. Touch on the with the trade topic. What what, ha- what happened with that? What's going on? Who going where? Uh, I I lost some of the details of that. Well, they had said that um it was a three teamer, where and and I don't know how true this is. I just saw this from one account, but they had said that um Eric Gordon was supposed to go to Phoenix, um Jay Crowder going to the Bucks and Grayson Allen going um to Houston and a three-teamer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I mean, okay. That makes sense, I guess. Um, man, we, we need shooting. We need shooting, shooting, but Grayson Allen can't play no defense. We we don't need any more one-way players. So, I, that's just, I roll with that. I, I like, as a Mavs fan, I, I, I that is what that is. Um, um Grambo, a Phoenix Suns reporter, said that the Phoenix Suns are not interested in John Collins. So there, there we go. Yeah, I, 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 I want to say this. I don't think John Collins is going for a lot. If he goes anywhere, like if he gets traded, it's going to be for some shit that a lot of people are going to be like, "What? That was it?" Because he's just. He's just alright. He's just alright. Um, but the reason why I'm interested in him personally is I believe that to because of the sins that we've committed in the past. I think the only way for Cuban to actually get a championship team around or championship caliber team around Luca is to overspend. Like even if he. Like, I actually think he's going to have to spend as much from a salary cap perspective or payroll perspective as the Warriors. Maybe he doesn't pay the luxury tax because he cuts payroll here and there before they get to the repeater. 
but there needs to be a two or three year stretch where the Mavs have like the literally have the highest or second highest payroll in the NBA because we have to spend our way out of mistakes. Does that make sense? So like John Collins ain't that good. So you got to overpay for your fourth best player because you blew it to get a, you blew it to get an actual value third or fourth best player. So you got to go overpay and take somebody, basically somebody or someone else is overpaid to to be in that role. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. And when I say overpay, I don't mean overpay as far as like trade assets. Just literally, mm-hmm. they make too much money for the role they take up. Because I, I don't see any other way. I don't, um, I just don't see it any other way. I really don't. But um, anyway, we play uh, Denver tonight. Play Denver back-to-back. Friday, Saturday. What games we got in the next week? I think it's Friday, Sunday. Yeah, Friday, Friday, Sunday. Then we take a. We got four. Yeah, it'll be three games, maybe four. I gotta figure out what your schedule looking like next week. See if we can get an episode in. Um, I'm going to my mom's house. So, anyway, we talk about that off, off air. So we got the Nuggets twice, Friday and Saturday, and then we got the Celtics in in Boston, and then we got uh, the Raptors in Toronto. What do you think that stretch looking like? I have no clue. That's just what <laughs> the, this team is. That's the problem, yeah. That's the problem. Like, they could very well grind out wins. Like, you know, Raptors, like, he's consistently beating you know, beating them, and um, we could very well lose, but we could also win, you know, like, yeah. just with the way they play, the way we play, um, you know, if Luka is beat Luka, we have a good shot at winning, um, and that's really the case for most of these games, like, if the guys step up, we can win, but it's like... Yeah, that's It's such a weird point, because Boston got, they tied for the best record in the NBA, right? And I like I like our chances, but I'm also sweating bullets when we about to play the Nuggets without Jokic and Jamal Murray. Like, how is this? Exactly. How do you feel this way about the same team? It, it's just it's weird. Crazy. It, it's nuts. Um, I just want to stretch, just win like four out of five games against good teams with all the players healthy. And let me lie to myself. Like, I want to lie to myself, and I just. Every time I want to start, when because uh, I ain't going to hold you. We got stops during that uh, Blazers game with Christian Wood as a lone big. And I was like, oh, this happened. This happened. I'm ready to lie to myself. And then they poop themselves. Poop themselves. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's we just have to see at this point. We just have to let it play out. And I think this stretch is going to be, you know, important in really identifying the identity of this team. So, you know, we'll see. Like you said, last year, we could. there was a lot of things we could point to with, you know, Luka not playing a lot of the games, you know, COVID. Uh, we had the COVID spell, you know. Yeah. Uh, shit, I forgot about that. Injuries, all that, fine. But um, this season, we've had a couple injuries, but it hasn't been. the The only thing that's been dire is recent. Like Mac, if Mac we played, I don't think we would have lost that game. I really don't, because, um, yes, we couldn't score, but a lot of times we couldn't. The defense was bad. Yeah, Shingun was having his way. Exactly. So I Max, he, I think Max would have done a better job. Like yeah. Um, so, you're right. You're right about that. So it's Next. like there's but that's the problem with the team. Like we I've I've said and I keep I'm mean, I'm gonna keep saying that we if you need everybody to play, like if you need um this team, if a key rotation player is like missing from the rotation at the formula, it doesn't work. Like and it doesn't matter who you're playing. 
um, it, it, it doesn't really work, um, Maxi mix, missing, that's why tonight, I don't see the flame tonight, I want to see how we look without him, um, so we'll see. I, I, I don't, Aaron Gordon ain't like a power player, his three ball been a little playing. Oh, he ain't playing either? No, I know he was questionable. He didn't play last Oh, game. wow, I didn't know that. Oh, he man. He was sick. Okay, if he don't play, yeah, we gonna beat them. We, Yeah, he didn't play against New York. Yeah, we gonna beat them. Like, I don't know what the protocols are anymore. The Sycon jerseys, though. <laughs> you think it's a joke. Yeah, I hear. Why do they wear those so much? It's because in the in the joints we won the championship in, so they never go like those are. Mm -hmm. Those mean more to Cuban than I think to fans, but I get it. I get it. Um, we'll see, man. I I just I'm down. My 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 confidence meter is super low. Even when Luca has on a superhero cape, even when Spencer is doing everything we can reasonably ask for of him, we still be fighting for our lives, and that just that just that gives me bad bad vibes. Like you said, that that's bad. Those are bad traits for a team that's even the fourth, even a top five team in the in the West. So we'll see, man. Did you have anything else you wanted to get off your chest? No, sir. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody to listen to another episode of 21 Going On 77. It's your boy Dwight at 5172214. Join again as I am with the brains of the operation. Uh, young Dr. SJ at SJ Basketball 8. Um, we will talk to y'all maybe next week. I don't know. We got to see how this holiday schedule look like. Um, but anyway, thank y'all for listening. We will talk to y'all later. Peace.